0: I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with this. We're obsessed with you, so get obsessed with
1: us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Obsessed.
0: Woo! That right there is Ariana. And that's Jeff. Okay, so, Ari and listeners, um, what do you know about X rated films? Like, when you think of an X rated film, what comes to mind? Porn. Same, literally same. <laughs> and so the reason why, um, so for this episode, everyone, I, um, I did a, a ton of research for this um, about X-rated films. Um, <laughs> I told Ari not to like look anything because I really wanted to just to just like blow her mind with the with these facts. But pretty much, I was watching a 24s uh, one of their recent films called X. Which is about this like group of filmmakers in the seventies that go to like a farm in Texas to make an adult film, um, and then you know weird things start to happen. I'm not going to spoil anything. Great film. Ari, did you see it? No, I really how
1: I'm like how have I not even heard of
0: that A24 film? It's it's so good. Um, it's it's like a slasher horror film. Um, but so good. But anyway, afterwards, it got me thinking about like X-rated films, and like I just remember. As a kid, going to like the video store, and there was always that like back room that was you know hidden behind like beads or a curtain that had all the X-rated films, which are, like the adult like porn films. You know, is that mm-hmm. is that kind of what you remember too?
1: Oh, absolutely! And you know, I took I would take a gander.
0: Oh yeah, I mean I would always just like accidentally stick my head in.
1: <laughs> right, like oh my, what do you what do you mean? I I got lost and ended up in here. What? <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I've been for the last 45 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but like actually same. But so anyway, so I did like a little deep dive into X-rated films. I'm sure my internet history is like wild right
1: now. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Please tell me you did not do this on your work laptop.
0: I. You I'm know kidding. what? It's we're, I do we're, all of our research. We are going to just move right on. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right, why so, we have
1: incognito windows. That's why we clear our cash and cookies. Yes,
0: I don't do any of that, but I probably should. Uh, okay, so anyway. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to do a quick, like, history of the Motion Picture Association of America, which is MPAA. That's how every film that goes to the theaters, at least now, has to be rated by the Motion Picture Association. So that they're the ones mm-hmm. that give it, like, PG, PG-13, rated R. Um so this company was founded in the twenties, um, and at that time there was a very very strict production code because of the um, like the morals and like the beliefs that uh, President William Hayes had. So this is why back in like the early nineteen hundreds, couples couldn't be seen sleeping in the same bed in movies and TV shows. Because it, like, went against oh. a, against a lot of, like, Catholic and family values. And don't even get me started on having sexual or even intimate content in these films because that was not allowed. Some My other God, yeah. yeah. Oh, super strict. So this, like, obviously limited the filmmaker's, like, creativity. Um, and it, it ultimately could, like, ruin a film by, like, having these, like, tight, tight restrictions.
1: Yeah. Not to mention w- what it does to viewers and, like creating shame around very natural normal things like showing your partner that you like love and care for them
0: exactly yeah exactly and i know that like they couldn't show a flushing toilet because that implied that someone went to the bathroom which is seen as like (gasps) you know uh obscene or gross um some other things i do
1: agree with that because women do not poop so
0: like i agree with that yeah, but for like a man, you know. <laughs> true, 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 true. But yeah, no, women don't women don't do that. That would be like maybe a no. sci-fi movie where like they did that, you know, something like fiction.
1: Right, <laughs> something like otherworldly.
0: Oh, like, definitely. Does not
1: take place on this planet.
0: No, not at all. Um right, right, right. uh-oh, I don't love you hear the sirens, but I think they're coming after me because of we're talking about this. <laughs> th- <laughs> um So yeah, to sum it up, um, these rules were set into place to make Hollywood pictures, quote unquote, presentable and safe for like every audience, like the widest audience Mm. you can think of, like the American family. Um, However, in the 1940s, the Supreme Court actually disbanded movie studio ownership over movie theaters, um, which meant that that that. Like, this company didn't have the control it once had, and at this point, they were now allowed to show foreign films. So, like, under the um, stricter, like, production code, they weren't allowed to show foreign films, like, any other, like, external influence on American society, they were not allowed to show until—oh my god, there's literally, like, a fire truck (laughs) outside my window— I actually cannot believe this, This though. is, like, insane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hope everyone's okay, but can they do this somewhere else? I know. <laughs> okay, I think they're gone. We're in the clear. All right, so back to the 1950s, 1960s. So movie studios did not have full ownership of movie theaters. They were now allowed to show foreign films in these theaters. Um, and then in, like, the 50s, the Supreme Court overruled its previous decision regarding movies as a business, permitting them to now be seen as an art form instead of a business, um, granting them First Amendment uh, rights. Wow. Yeah. So, but, yeah. So it has there has been a huge change over the last like 100 years. But um, so then in the 60s, there was a new president who replaced the strict production code laws with um, a system of voluntary film ratings. Um, and this was to limit government censorship over Hollywood films while still protecting children and informing parents of its content. So in 1969, that's when the um, MPAA, or Motion Picture Association of America, created a rating system. So there would be, uh, movies would be rated G for general audiences, M for mature audiences, which was changed to PG um, later on. Um, R, which meant restricted, no children under 17 allowed without parents or adult guardians, and X, which was no one under 17 admitted, even with um, parental supervision. Oh,
1: I didn't even I didn't even know that that's what these stood for.
0: Yeah, and then um, in 1984, and I think Steven Spielberg played a huge role in this happening, but um, that's when PG-13 became a thing because he created, I think. Um, like Raiders of the Lost Ark and some other movies were rated PG, but they were still a little bit too like mature for like younger audiences. So that's when he like I guess founded the PG thirteen label, and that was in the the eighties. So that's still like pretty recent. Um, oh, I wonder if the if the PG thirteen is
1: more closely aligned with M mature yes. than PG because when you said that at first, I was like, really? Because PG like is for, like, little kids. Like, it shouldn't be mature.
0: For sure, yeah. I think I think that ended up replacing uh, mature, because that's, like, for video games now, not, like, movies. <laughs> yeah, true, uh, true, true. So, okay, so anyway, the rating system was then and also now remains entirely voluntary. However, in order to show your movie in a theater, you have to submit your film for approval or for a rating by the um, MPAA. So again, it's voluntary, but if you want your film seen by like a wide audience, you need to submit it for a rating. Mm. And to do this, um, to receive a rating, a producer submits their film for a review, they'll then get the film back. And let's say it's like, oh, Ari, your film is rated R, do you want to keep this rated R or do you want to like edit it down to a PG-13? So you kind of have the option to like change the rating depending on what audience you're trying to appeal to. Um, right. And rated R, baby! I know, rated R, but, so, I know for, like, a lot of horror films, and even some action films, too, like, PG-13 movies do better, because they appeal to a larger audience, like, teenagers can go see that, um, even kids could kind of, like, sneak in to see it, so sometimes, if a movie gets an R rating, the film producers will edit it down to a PG-13, for the, for the theatrical viewing. And then once they release it on DVD, they'll release like an unrated version, which is like the director's cut, which includes maybe a little bit more violence, a little bit more gore. Um, and that's why sometimes you'll see like an unrated movie in like the video store or like well, on streaming services now, I guess. Right.
1: Right. Oh my God. That makes so much sense. And and also like, I'm sure because there are so many movies that exist that are PG-13 that should probably be R, right? Like, we've all seen those movies. Definitely. But I bet that the directors, like, cut out just enough. Like, one scene that was, like, literally individuals having sex and made it, like, suggestive. Um, And then they were able to get the PG-13 rating. And I'm also sure that the big names... And producers who, like, actually have a lot of money and, like, you know, movies that they know are going to bring millions into the box office. They're like, yeah, make it a PG-13. I mean, it, it's, it should be X, but right. it's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I remember Titanic when that came out. That was PG-13, but they also showed nudity in it when Jack was drawing Rose naked. Oh, yeah. and, and, and like, like, one of your French girls. Exactly. Um, But, like, the reason why that was still rated PG-13 was because it wasn't, like, super sexual in nature. It was actually very, like, tasteful how it was done. So I think there, you know, there are these, like, I don't know, loopholes, but there's flexibility with these ratings, which is why, like... I mean...
1: Sorry to interrupt, but the one thing I will say about that is, like, sure, we had the nude drawing scene. But, I mean, the steamy car sex scene? Like, we were little (laughs) and we're watching that. And, like, that was very vividly one of my takeaways from that movie. Like, I didn't know what they were doing, but I knew that it was, like... Oh, not yeah. supposed, quote-unquote, supposed to happen. Exactly. Or I wasn't supposed to know.
0: That's what right. I knew. Right. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I, I think if they were to show nudity in, like, that specific scene, it would probably yeah. get an R rating. Uh, but James yeah. Cameron is a smart filmmaker. He knew what he was doing. Um, or yeah. he just had to edit it down <laughs> to a PG-13. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, anyway. So, again, submit it. You submit it to the MPAA, they rate it. But if a film contained, uh, you know, this was in, like, the 70s, like, late 60s, 70s, if a film contained extreme sexual or violent content, it would get an X rating. Um, Mm -hmm. And the X rating was actually some kind of, like, of a workaround that film, because, like, filmmakers could label their own films with the X rating without even going to the um mpaa and that's because the mpaa didn't actually trademark this rating they they let the filmmakers kind of um decide um if it it was an x rating because a, a filmmaker unless it was truly an x rating a filmmaker would not want their movie labeled as an x because it wouldn't appeal to the wide audience so they were like oh of course like filmmakers wouldn't abuse this because like If it's truly a rated X film, meaning it has, like, a lot of violence and sexuality, like, they're not going to get a ton of attendees, like, seeing this film. So, like, they they gave them that, like, freedom to kind of decide on their own when it came to, like, X-rated films. Oh, my God, Um, I have
1: a thought about where this led, but I don't want to jump the gun. Oh, my God, wait, share it. (laughs) So I'm wondering if... Um, if of course filmmakers who know this, which I'm sure is all of them, um, if they were like, yes, let's for some reason make like porn readily available and just label as X, but it's an X rated film and we're not going to, it's not going to be bucketed under like the porn industry. So it can be viewed to at least some people. Um, but it is basically porn. Every X marks
0: the spot. Okay. I, <laughs> so, oh my God. I, uh, I no, right. that's, that's literally exactly it. Okay, so l- I'll get there in one second, I promise. But, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so 1960s, this is before porn took over the X rating. Um, mm. There were a lot of popular movies that came out that I'm sure you know of that had X ratings. For example, A Clockwork Orange was rated um. X when it came out. Um, Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead, which is, like, a horror movie. That was Rating oh, yeah. X when it came out. And there were, like, a countless others, too. because And that's simply because, like, at that time, the violence and, I guess, sexual content was something that, like, viewers really haven't seen before unless it was in yeah. maybe a porn. But, like, so, yeah, there were movies that now I think they switched it to rated R, but, like, A Clockwork Orange, like, that was rated X at one point, you know? Right. Um, But that's probably
1: also because of, like, what they deemed as disturbing, you know? Exactly,
0: yeah. As Um, opposed to, like,
1: a creative sort of art form of, like, this dystopian whatever.
0: Right, yes, exactly. So, um, and obviously, you know, our values have changed as we're kind of embracing, Mm -hmm. like, sexuality over the years and stuff, so a lot of it has changed. But anyway, so, because the X rating was not trademarked, anyone could apply it to their films, as mentioned, including pornographers, Ari. Mm -hmm. I'm not applying that you're a pornographer, I'm just saying, going back to what you said.
1: (laughs) I'm just, like, thinking, like, what would
0: I do? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm not a Uh, pornographer, everyone. (laughs) Uh, I mean, they make a lot of money, but anyway, okay. So, as um, pornography began to become more popular and more legally and commercially tolerated, pornographers then started placing an X rating on their films to emphasize the adult content, and play, and they could place it in the theaters. Um, and some even started using multiple X's, um, such as the triple uh, X, which was hardcore porn, double X, which is softcore, and then the X rating, which was like the standard porn film. <laughs>
1: Like the one where there's like there's like a
0: story. I I guess I mean
1: the the pizza delivery guy comes and they have like a conversation, but then it's porn.
0: Yeah, but this was like seventies porn. I don't know. I I I actually cringy. Right.
1: Uh,
0: I don't know either. I mean, I kind of want to just like explore it, just you know, for research. So maybe we'll see. I, yeah,
1: because I was thinking about like triple X too, and like how this played into it. So that makes sense.
0: Yes. So anyway, so because of the heavy use of the X ratings by pornographers, um, the X rating became associated largely with obviously pornographic films. So any non-pornographic film that was given an X rating by the MPAA, they would have fewer theaters willing to book them, and sh- and fewer vendors mm. that um, would advertise for with their movies. Um, uh, And also, many newspapers refused to advertise X-rated films, so this led to a number of films being released unrated, sometimes with a warning that the film contained content for adults only, so it really messed with, like, the filmmakers' liberties and, like, freedom of expression, because the porn industry was literally, like, cannibalizing this entire uh, rating, Um, Mm -hmm. so the MPAA eventually agreed to not recognize X ratings and, and theaters also kind of removed that from, um, their like roster of films being shown. So they, in 1990, the MPAA trademarked what is now the, um, NC-17. Um, and that was to be applied directly by the MPAA itself. Not like uh, the filmmaker can't like take their own liberties to rate their own films anymore. Wow. Wow yeah so and and like there are films i think now that are nc-17 but i i think for the most part like everything if it's super graphic it it just gets like an r rating yeah and if a film is giving a rating let's say r there's actually a little like description of what the film contains so it'll say like strong sexual content you know strong violence so i think that's the MPAA's way of kind of further explaining like why it's rated R, um, which I think is like really effective because then you're kind of knowing what you're getting into um, with like seeing any movie. Um, but yeah, that that was it. That's my whole spiel, Ari. Do you have any questions? That, that's so interesting, Jeff.
1: And I, I mean, wow. I'm just uh, the business of. Of labeling films. And I also am thinking about a world. Where you could just go to a theater. And on like a theater. Size screen. Watch porn. Um, (laughs) I don't even want to know. What the theater was like. Like I don't even. I don't want to know a single thing um, about what also was happening in the theater. Well, um,
0: Ari, I'm guessing you haven't seen Piranha 3D in theaters. <laughs> Cause that movie, first of all, it was in 3D and had so much nudity. Like I had boobies <laughs> all up in my face. <gasps> Jeff, uh, oh my god uh, the only time <laughs> i know literally but that i mean it wasn't a porn but it, like <laughs> i PG. could imagine <laughs> oh my god <gosh>. that's
1: incredible <laughs> yeah right exactly one could imagine i feel like movie theaters are kind of disgusting anyway even though i love going to movies like we we, we both do we go all the time yeah but i feel like they're like <laughs> festering with uh, all types of germs, I don't even want to think about ever going to just even see, like, a PG movie around the time where X-rated films could be shown. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah.
0: Like, right before, like, the Snow White viewing, there was, like, a porn in that, like, same theater.
1: Right. (laughs) the same theater like no thank <laughs> you no thank you um oh my god so that's wild to me and then and then yeah wow like super interesting about um all the just like regulation around films, yeah. And I love that it, of course, of course, it took foreign films to be like, hey, maybe we should like come up with a system and also show some like real life things to human beings, exactly. Um, because I'm sure, as I know, I mean, the foreign films that I've consumed over the years are some of my absolute favorites, and, like, are just so fucking good and rich, and and, like, e- e- yeah, I'm sure America was, like, you know, we've always seen those credits, like, the old school, um, movie theater credits, where it's, like, <laughs> like, just, like, for little kids, and everything's, yeah. <laughs> like, very, just, like, the nuclear family image. Yes. Um, so, the this is all so interesting, huh? yeah. And wow, it was fucking Steven Spielberg! Like, of course, that man would literally create another genre, I I mean, know, another yeah. rating.
0: They, um, I, I'm pretty sure it was one of the Indiana Jones movies, and then there was another one too that, like, he that MPAA rated PG, but it had like a like a it was like borderline PG and also like, but not quite R, you know. So yeah, um, so yeah, right. huge part like, in that.
1: We need something for teens that are, like, gonna be exposed to this stuff naturally anyway.
0: Exactly. But isn't too bad. Yeah. Um, And also, I just want to mention, too, that, like, there are independent theaters that, like, they could show any movie that they want. I'm sure they have to have some kind of, like, licensing or whatever permission to show these. But, like, you know, especially nowadays, like, there's so much artistic value to film. So... I'm sure there is a movie theater that plays porn film somewhere now, you know, cuz like I think we have a little bit more flexibility with that. But um but yeah, right. just the the it's been a wild ride everything that I've been like researching. It's it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, and you know what I'd be curious to see an x-rated film that isn't like porn.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's super violent or like something because that's how you right. get that x-rating. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could you can look it Google up. This.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Super, super curious. Huh. This reminds me of a conversation I literally had with Andy, my twin sister yesterday, because we were cracking up about how we were allowed a I- I- question mark um, to watch Chucky at five when it came out. <laughs> Five And Jeff, which is rated R. I mean, we've all seen Chucky. Um, yes. Terrifying. Like, what five-year-old who, like, just learned how to feel a single feeling um, needs that feeling to be fear? Um, <laughs> needs to also watch, like, Chucky. It, 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 ridiculous. But I remember it was, like, with my grandma, who obviously, like, did not know any better and, like, wasn't oh my- even from America originally. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to to do stuff as a child. Um but right? Like grandma who like doesn't know. Like oh Um, it's a cute little doll. It's about a doll. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then we literally had to take like a blanket and cover our American girl dolls with it because we could not stand to look at them. And (laughs) and my apartment growing up was like pretty tiny. We had a little like four foot hallway to the bathroom from our bedroom. For six months, Jeff, my mom had to, at any time of the day, whenever we had a pee, she had to walk us to the bathroom.
0: Oh, I bet she loved that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm sure she was like, I'm gonna like, fucking like, <laughs> my mom's in trouble. Um, yeah, 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 gonna yeah. For for months because oh, of that. So you know, my God. Right, and then I was watching like Pitch Black, also rated R, with Vin <laughs> Diesel. You know how yeah. he, he the, the start of his Riddick character yep. at age eight or nine when the film actually came out with my dad separately. Um, yeah, it, 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 insane. Um, There's a lot to unpack there. Been- <laughs> A lot to unpack there makes a lot of sense as to like maybe who I am today and I would have it no other way, but, uh, really interesting. So those ratings, you know, for some of them, parents should maybe follow.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, they're, they're more of like a yeah. suggestion, you know? Um, True.
1: True. Yeah. Right. I'm like, this is, this is, this is great for me, they, the consumer, right? but not for the parents who have to deal with the,
0: uh, aftermath. Oh, my God. My parents were the same way, too. Like, I, like, slept in my parents' room for, like, weeks after seeing The Ring in theaters. I was... Oh. And that was PG-13, and I was, I was scarred for life. I still am. Yeah. Absolutely. Now my dad
1: with my little brothers is, like... Oh, we can't watch that. It's like rated R. I'm like, D- I, are are you the same human being? Like, I don't believe you questioned that when when I was nine. But okay. sure. Okay, he probably he probably
0: that. learned his lesson <laughs> after A bit, dealing with like, you and Andy. <laughs>
1: right like this could maybe traumatize a child also like he needs to get some sleep at night too you know (laughs) fair that's definitely a part of it um (laughs) anyway this was so enlightening jeff yeah thanks for sharing um,
0: i just like love like the history of like the film industry and everything um and just like the mpaa system as a whole is so fascinating um and yeah i hope you guys all enjoyed it Oh, yeah. It's one of
1: those things where, like, I'm sure every single person is curious about how that became a thing, but never took a moment to look it up, you know? Yeah,
0: and, like, you just don't really think about it. Even, like, every time you see, like, oh, that movie's rated R, you don't really think about how much work and back and forth goes into Mm -hmm. the MPAA, like, and the filmmakers agreeing on the rating and, like, if the movie had to be edited and, like, oh, we'll release a director's cut on DVD because... I can't show the full cut in the theaters. Like, there's so much that goes behind it,
1: right? And that it really only was like fairly recent in American history.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, Interesting. I mean, yeah, it's really it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, d- definitely go watch that movie X. Um, I think I rented it on. Amazon Prime for like three dollars and it was terrible. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm absolutely going to. I cannot wait.
1: Ah, well, thank you again. Yes, Hope you all thanks enjoyed for having this. me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, our surprise guest for the yeah, day. Surprise. But
0: <laughs> um, okay, guys. Um. Bye.
1: <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Love <Fuck>. you. <laughs>